I was coming toward the end of my timeline. Little did I know your expiration my date. expiration date as she would call it. <laughs> um, little did I know that if I didn't propose by a certain time that my time would be up. Welcome back to the Two Stubborn to Fail podcast. I am your host, Darren Perkins. And I'm your co-host, Tanisha Perkins. Make sure you like, comment, and subscribe to the channel. We really appreciate it. Um, today's episode, we have... Um, a, it's going to be a real special episode. We are actually wearing our Healthy Marriages Dope shirts. Shout out to uh, D. Johns and his lovely wife. They have an amazing podcast called Healthy Marriages Dope. And we definitely wanted to show our support by featuring them on this episode. Uh, well, the shirts, of course. Um, in spirit of a healthy marriage, I thought that we kind of shaped this episode around our marriage a little bit. Um, of course, we have some other topics, but um, just to touch on our marriage, because, you know, we are a married couple and there, I feel as though our marriage is too stubborn to fail. So why not touch on that from time to time? Um, so for the first topic, which is interesting, um, I know that from time to time, my wife likes to bring up that um, I was coming toward the end of my timeline. Little did I know Your expiration my date. expiration date, as she would call it. Um, little did I know that if I didn't propose by a certain time that my time would be up. Um, just to give you a little bit of background on us, um, we've been together. How long did, How long were we together before we got married? Five years. Okay, so we have been together five years. Um, yeah, I know. Uh, Mr. Dragon's Feet um, in the, made an NFL catch for sure. Um, you know, but... In that time, you know, we got to grow together and learn each other. And I just wanted to make sure that I was ready before I made that huge commitment. Um, but we never really got to talk about that. So this is our this is our platform. And then I'd like to get your perspective on um, your thoughts about leading up to that um, and maybe we can talk a little bit about what would have happened had I not proposed when I did. So what, what were your thoughts on that whole expiration date? Okay. Well, um, you know, in dating, and especially when you're a certain age and you've been dating someone for a while, you know, if I know that marriage was something that I wanted and if you weren't like a totally sure that, you know, you wanted marriage because, you know, let's be honest, you know, there was a time where you even said you didn't even believe in marriage, you know, just because you had never seen anyone that had a successful marriage that mm -hmm. were happily married, you know, but, you know, to that, I said, just because you've never seen it doesn't mean it doesn't exist, you know, um, but during the time, the course of us dating, I just... Although everything's going great now, but I just know that I want to be a wife. Mm -hmm. 
And that's just something I desired. So like with the expiration date, you know, that's something that I made myself that, you know, kind of a note to myself that I will give him until this date. And if he doesn't propose by then, then I know it's time to just at this point cut my losses. You know, we could still be friends, but as far as a relationship, you know, I feel like once you've dated someone for five years, you know whether or not you want to spend the rest of your life with that person. You know, you've gone through many seasons together, you know, so your expiration date actually was December 31st, 2016. And I proposed? November 25th, 2016, my birthday. Cut it close. (laughs) Cut it close. Um, but you know, in, in my defense, and I think a lot of, um, a lot of men can attest to this is I felt as though not only, not only did I not have a true, um, example of a healthy marriage, Mm -hmm. I felt as though personally I wasn't ready for marriage, um, on the, not necessarily on the basis of, um, settling down, but more so we were in college. You're talking about right, some right. of the brokest times. In, in all honesty, that's one of the reasons why I even allowed it to go right. five years. Uh, because, you know, were we not in college when we like initially met right. and started dating? I would say two years. Mm. Within two years, you know if you want to marry someone. But because we did meet in college mm. and, you know, those were some of our brokest the days. The brokest days. <laughs> I know we did have to get ourselves positioned and situated and situated out of that before we did move forward with, you know, joining our lives together, you know, forever. Mm -hmm. So um, that that is one of the reasons why, you know, I did not press the issue too hard, you know, while we were dating. But then, like, it's like once we did graduate and, you know. Then especially once we got the house, and it's like, okay, well, I'm gonna get. I, I I just made my mental note for my my timeline and date. Um, and especially when you got your full time job at the university, and it's like, okay, we both have careers now, so um, you know, there really wasn't any excuse at that point. Mm-hmm. You know, both were college graduates. At that point we're career we had careers. So we're no longer broke. <laughs> you know, so um you know, is time to shit or get off the pot. <laughs> well I guess I could I could see that. Um but I think um not only me, but I think a lot of men we have an idea I wouldn't even say men. I think just as an adult, you have an idea of how you want your life to play out. You got you have this map in your head and you know, as far as marriage, if it's not if it's not on the top of your list cuz for a lot of people marriage may not even be, you know, on their list. Um but for those that have it on their list, they may it may not be they may feel as though it's a checklist that they need before they, you know, make a step because marriage is a huge commitment. Let's let's not sugarcoat it. You should not get married until you are ready. Now that doesn't mean that you necessarily have to take five, ten years to, uh, you know, make that step. It's really a case by case um, scenario. In our case, like you said, we were together five years before then, um, but I just felt as though I had. 
I had some growing to do as a man. Um, I had to, again, hold that mirror up that's been so um, revealing and, you know, just grow up and realize what I had in you and realize that I wanted to make you my wife. Um, but the the expiration date, is that something that you would recommend to any other single women? Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Especially if there are other single women and you're in a relationship that you've been in for a while and you know marriage is something that you desire. But I mean, of course, you have to look at your specific situation holistically, you know, and see whether or not there are any particular barriers as to why you haven't gotten proposed to first. But if there if you can't see any um, barriers as to why your um, mate has not proposed, I absolutely recommend setting yourself that expiration date, especially if, like I said, marriage is something that you desire to have. I know that I was meant to be a wife. Uh So, you know, being a girlfriend just wasn't going to cut it for me. And I know that marriage was something that I hadn't even thought about until you. So, you know, you had a, you had, our visions were different, you know, mm-hmm. and I think a lot of women have, a lot more women have marriage in their long-term or short-term goals um, versus men. We probably have it, but it's at, it's toward the, the latter end because we want to, you know, go out there and conquer a career. We want to go out there and make sure that all our ducks are in a row so we can be the provider that we naturally are supposed to be, you know, as opposed to um, necessarily meeting somebody halfway and building it together. Um, I don't think a lot of men, um, again, I can't speak for all men, but I don't think a lot of men um, want to or envision building something with someone initially. I think for the majority of men, we want to go out and conquer it ourselves and then find somebody on on the back end. But um, there is something to having somebody there from day one who understands um, where you come from and um, appreciates, you know, those broke days that we had because mm-hmm. i know we joke a lot of times about um you know the splitting up yeah yeah back when back when zaxby's had that large chicken strip plate <laughs> and um we used to split that but to be fair mm-hmm. that was a lot of food that is a reason why that's not on the menu no more they was they was losing money on that one and we was getting them every week um but um looking back on it i don't i don't regret um my decision to propose when I did because I was absolutely ready to do so. Um, I only regret any hurt or pain that I caused you in the process. Now it's like, it was like when we were dating pretty much with every like holiday <laughs> or special occasion, I'm thinking like, all right, this is going to be the time. <laughs> you know, and it's like, I get myself a little amped up thinking, okay, and then it's like, I could get a really great gift. Yeah, there was some good gifts in there. <laughs> but it's like... It, it didn't compare. It, it wasn't the engagement <laughs> ring, so I don't want no iPad. <laughs> but then I ended up loving that iPad. But, and now our know. daughter loves the iPad. <laughs> so, so, I mean, you know, it's all about perspective. You know, I, I came around. I appreciate you being um, uh, patient. Um, <laughs> but at the same time, you know... 
it's also the possibility that it wouldn't have happened. And then, you know, we're looking at a completely different scenario. Real dope photography is more than just dope photos. It's a celebration of your brand, beauty, and confidence at any stage of your life. Our goal is to capture the greatest moments in your life and the world around you. Visit our website at realdopephotography.com. That's realdopephotography.com. And the real is spelled R-E-E-L. You know, like a real film. Make sure you set up your free consult today. Mention the Too Stubborn to Fail podcast on your booking form in the How Did You Hear About Us section, and you can receive a 20% discount. All right, let's get back to the show. Right. So, you know, it's all about choices. And shout out to the growth, you know, that, that both of us had, because we both grew over right. that over that period. You aren't the woman that I grew to want to marry. You, I mean, you became the woman that I wanted to marry. Um, in the beginning, neither one of us were ready for that. Uh, we were still young in college, figuring things out. Um, and we just, we've come a long way and it, it's just, it's easy to lose sight of that and, um, you know, not realize how far we've come over that period because, you know, we can, to be able to pay our bills with ease and to be able to put our, put our cars on full without even thinking about right, it. These are things right. that weren't necessarily always oh, the case. No. Oh no. I'll put that yeah. 10 on pump too. Right. No. Right. right, right. <laughs> and and yeah. even in, even in the position that we are in right now, as far as gas, we still fill our cars up. So it's not like, you know, we those days are long gone, you mm-hmm. know? So it's just, um, I attribute that to both of us leveling up and not letting that break us, you know, mm-hmm. and the fact that we were able to make it through that together. Um, it's kind of like that. Was, I, I don't know if it was a test because we weren't married, um, but we were together. Mm-hmm. So, you know, it was something that we got over together. And like you said, we both, both were able to find um, full-time employment, um, and you know, later on, start businesses and and raise the kids, and um, you know, even add an addition to the family. Little um, sugar monster, <laughs> um, sour patch kid is what we call her, uh, <laughs> baby Layla. Um, but yeah, I'm I'm just grateful for the growth mm-hmm. over everything, um, and for the men out there who may be in a similar situation where maybe your girl is giving you um, an expiration date or a timeline. I just say, look at it holistically. Um, I wouldn't, I wouldn't suggest that you speed it up because say you do give in and and marry before you're ready. um, You always run the risk of it not working out, you know? So from my perspective, I would still, like I said, I don't regret my decision to um, take the time that I did. I only regret any um, hurt that I caused you in the process. So um, to all the men, single men out there, I do suggest you make sure that you're ready um, because marriage is a is a serious commitment. And 
you only want to do this thing once. So make sure that who you are with is the one. Um, you know, you can go about that many different ways. You got to you got to do the counseling. You got to make sure that um, you're equally yoked. You make sure you're equally yoked. Um, I also suggest that you take a long, hard look at the family because that plays a huge part in it. You're not when you marry somebody, you're not only marrying them, you're marrying the family, you're marrying their habits, um, you're marrying their credit. <laughs> you know, let's not let's just keep it all the way we're on it. Um and it's not like we had any of those issues. Right. Um, but Tanisha Boy had good yeah, yeah, yeah. Tanisha Perkins got good mm-hmm. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. So um, just make sure that you don't necessarily. I guess my main thing um, to my main message to the men on this particular topic is you don't have to have all your ducks in a row, but just make sure you have enough in place that you are ready to start a family because that's basically what you're doing. You're starting a family and you're beginning a life with someone. So just make sure that you're fully prepared for what that means. Um, did you have any any less um, words about that topic? Well, the um, the main thing was, you know, as I mentioned, you know, when you're going into it, just make sure that you and your mate are equally yoked. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, as Darren mentioned, you know, although you may not have all the ducks in the row, um, you do want to make sure that you both have something to bring to the table other than your appetite um, when you're moving forward with considering marriage. Yeah. Yeah. I agree with that. Um, I know we, we talked about the kids briefly earlier, um, but just to circle back to the kids, it was another interesting um, topic that I wanted to talk about. And it was how we treat our children um, as a specifically as it relates to their gender, um, because, you know, we had two boys initially and baby girl came later and i think for the most part how we think and how we treat them are completely different because you know traditionally as as baby boys you know we we tell them to man up mm-hmm. as opposed to whenever layla does anything is are you okay <laughs> <laughs> you know <laughs> or you know the fact that um we have our middle child uh, walking to school. Will we necessarily do that for Layla? Will we have her walking to school in the ninth grade? Um, things like that. Do you think that we are kind of perpetuating the double standard in that in that sense? To some degree, yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But it's okay. <laughs> <laughs> you know, because as you mentioned, like you, you know, you say, you know, we have our middle child, um, Jordan, who walks to school. Mm-hmm. Um, will we necessarily let Layla walk to school? Um, I say no. I, you know, I, I, <laughs> I say no. I, I know we probably wouldn't, but I'm just, mm-hmm. you know, um, I, you know, I didn't even want Jordan to walk to school, but you know, when we considered the fact that his older brother walked to school every day mm-hmm. when he was in high school, and it mm-hmm. wasn't even a second thought nope. with him. So it was like. Okay, why is it that we were okay with the Marion walking to school and now we feel like we have to escort mm-hmm. Jordan to school? Mm-hmm. It's like, okay, your brother walked to school and you should be able to walk to school. Yeah. And then, of course, then it should be the same for Layla. 
but you know it just just what reality is uh-huh. is that you just have to be extra careful with your daughters just because there are so many predators out there absolutely and yes there are predators out there you know that for can boys get, too yeah but female we are more um exposed uh-huh. than guys more, and more likely yeah more likely to be targeted uh-huh. you know in that type of a situation so yeah and then not only that i think the other thing that we probably do um is with the little girl like we and the fact that she's a baby like we just show her so much more affection um than we do our other children in that um for multiple reasons but i think the most thing is that you know she's the baby she's the right. baby girl she's a baby but yeah, at like the that. same time <laughs> um did we we didn't numb jordan up like that yeah, the boys did get numbed yeah. up when they was babies. Okay. Okay. <laughs> okay. So, you know, maybe maybe that's a TBD. <laughs> um, I just thought that that was something interesting that I wanted to um, bring up before we, we change lanes. Um, another thing that I personally wanted to touch on was it was it's actually interesting. And it was brought it was a point that was brought up maybe a couple years ago. Um, you actually have a friend of yours that um, got off of social media because it was starting to affect her mental health and her overall feeling, her self-esteem toward herself. Um, and I thought that that was interesting when I heard that. But then I heard it over and over and over um, about... People actually being depressed um, with comparing themselves to others on social media and social media depression. I did not realize that that was a thing. <laughs> right. But of course, that's a new thing. Right. Because, you social know, media. 20 years ago, <laughs> there was no social media. Right. But, right. You, know, um, you may have had like your little Yahoo chat rooms, but mm-hmm. there was no Facebook and MySpace, mm-hmm. that type of thing. Um so yeah, so that that's a new thing now. But um one thing that people should realize is, you know, with social media, oftentimes, you know, all the glitz and glamour that you're seeing that's a part of someone's life, that's only a a snapshot, a, mm-hmm. a snippet of their life. Mm-hmm. And you know, oftentimes people only show the good part. Right. They don't show the bad part. And trust me, every day is not a sunshine day for everyone. Mm-hmm. So, you know, that's that that's one thing that I'm not gonna do. I'm not gonna go sit here and compare myself to someone else on social media when they're only giving you a snippet of their life. Mm-hmm. And another thing is, you know, you may just be starting out with someone and you're comparing yourself to someone who's been doing something for years. Right. So you're comparing your chapter two with their chapter twenty two. And that's just something that's just not healthy for you, mm-hmm. especially if you are having self esteem issues. So um and in like the case with my um friend, yeah, if you do feel that social media is affecting you um that negatively, then it probably is best for you to take um like a little break from it and just back away from it. Mhm. Yeah, I agree with that. Um and another thing that that you did mention is they could be lying. 
right. You might be comparing yourself right. to, to a, a facade. To a lie, right. <laughs> it could right. be, but but whether it's real or whether it's fake should not should not matter to you, you know, as a person watching it. Because I know me, every time I see somebody who's who's who just got a big win, somebody who's doing something that I'm not able to do yet, or just enjoying life, I treat it as proof that it could happen for us. Mm-hmm. I, I never have had a um, a moment where I felt, oh, I'm, I'm hating, or a moment where I'm wondering, well, why everything happening to such and such? Because that's so not your nature. No, it's not. I, I'm... It's just not in me. I I'm a clapper. I will celebrate you before I hate on you, and that's that's just in my nature. Um, and like I said, even if it even if I don't know you, I may not necessarily celebrate you, but I'm going to use that as proof that it can happen for me, because we are all you know we all put on our pants the same way. If you can do it, that means that I can do it, right. you know? And if anything, I may just need to reach out to you and see how you did it so I can duplicate Right. That. <laughs> Some people up here hating on folks that yeah. you taking tips from. There you go. There's nothing wrong with reaching out. And then the oftentimes um, you realize that those people that are in those positions are most willing to reach Share out. Their knowledge. Yeah, they... they the information put, put is you down on the game. Put, put me in, coach. <laughs> mm-hmm. I want I want to win too. Um, but a closed mouth doesn't get fed. That's true. <laughs> mm-hmm. So that would be my my biggest takeaway from that is just that use it as proof that it can happen for you. And if you can't do that, log off. <laughs> you can always log off because. Nothing should be able to control you to the point of affecting your health. Right. Nobody either, but especially not social media. Mm-hmm. Because like I said, you don't even necessarily, it may not even necessarily be real. Mm-hmm. You letting something that's fake control your life. But if it's getting that bad, mm-hmm. the last thing that you can do is log off because your mental health is everything. Right. So that's what you need to take care of first is your is your mental. Um, but to get back on a lighter note, um, we actually want to tell the story about how we met. Um, so stay tuned. We'll be back after these short endorsements. Built on a passion and love for art, All Things Design is here to create spaces you will love and custom designs and memories that will last a lifetime. All Things Design specializes in event design, interior design, corporate design, custom design projects, and home closet organization. And that's just to name a few. Communication is key. We're here for whatever you need. We'll help you solidify your vision and keep in constant contact until your dream is realized. All Things Design, a step above the rest. Be sure to book at allthingsdesign.org. All right, let's get back to the show. All right, welcome back to the Two Stub in the Fail podcast. Um, as I said before our commercial break, um, we never told the story about how we met. Um, you know, of course, I was the best thing smoking, so that's that's basically what happened. We uh, 
I saw I saw her at a club and we got to rapping and that's how it happened. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> did you did you want to start it? Well, the way it really happened was I actually saw him um a couple times on the shuttle bus. Mm-hmm. And I remember like North Loop. <laughs> North Loop. <laughs> yeah. So we both attended the University of South Carolina and um I would ride the shuttle bus to get to the parking lot um, to where I parked my car. And um, I saw him on there one day and he had his earbuds in his ear and um, just listening to music, whatever. And I was looking at him. I was like, we got fine dudes like that go to USC. (laughs) So, you know, um, I told myself, I said, when I come back from winter break, if he's still here, I'm going to give him my number. You know, um, and when we did come back from winter break, I saw him on the shuttle bus again. And um, so this time we were standing at the bus stop and there was a bee flying around. And I was like, "Um, there's a bee on you. And he's all like, whoa, whoa, trying to swerve, get away from the bee and all. You know, so it's like, okay, I talked to him. So then we got on the shuttle bus and he got off on the same stop that I got off on and I'm walking and he's like walking behind me and I'm like, you, I see you trying to secretly walk me to class, you know, just flirting a little bit or whatever. And I know like in his mind, he's probably like, I'm not paying this girl no attention or whatever. <laughs> so, um, I saw him walk to his truck one day. And so I said, okay, I'm gonna write my um, telephone number down on a little index card I put it under the windshield wiper of his truck and on it, it said, um, you know, like, I know you don't know me, but I told him what my name is and my phone number. And I said, if you have a girlfriend, um, please disregard, discard this note. And I put it under his windshield wiper and he texts me that same day. Yeah. So I can pick up (laughs) around this point. Um, All of that was true. Um, the second story. Uh, <laughs> oh, but hold on, hold on. Before I even put the um, notes under his windshield wiper, I made a post on Facebook, and I was like, uh, on Facebook, I just asked my Facebook friend, I'm like, am I too old to have a crush? And um, some guys commented on there, and it was like, no. It's like, go ahead and go for it. You never know. You might be making dudes stay or whatever and all. So I'm like, okay, I've never been one to holler at a dude before like i've always been the one to get holler at but i'm like okay you know what i'm gonna switch it up a little bit so i actually decided to make the first move and put my telephone number under his windshield wiper on the index card and boy was i relieved that that wasn't a ticket (laughs) that's all that i can think about for that 20 yard walk off the shuttle was damn how did i get a ticket what the (laughs) so I get to the car and I read the note and then I instantly just start looking around to see if the person that wrote the note is looking at me. Um, <laughs> so no, it was she wasn't around at the time. But um, like she said, I did take her up on it. Um, me being single, and I just I hit her up and you know we we had our first date at the house 
and red box and red chill. box shout out to red box by the <laughs> way we we used to kill some red box before um before netflix, netflix. <laughs> yeah. um and yeah we just and we just we've been like, together ever since ever since like mm-hmm. inseparable like we've been dating ever since mm-hmm. and that was january of 2011 yeah we've been uh been rocking ever since um but yeah, I just thought that'd be interesting to to share that story because we never we never talked about it on the podcast. Mm-hmm. Um, but the the next thing that I like to like to talk about is um, I know we've been kind of skating around it, and it's not like we're going to have a plan on the podcast. But um, our ten year plan, like, what are some of the things that you would like for us to accomplish? Not only um, together, but maybe some singular goals that you have. What, what what do you want our life to look like in the next 10 years? I definitely would like to have um, our own uh, luxury event space. Mm-hmm. Um, and I definitely would like to be fully retired from my nine to five. Okay. My student loans will be completely paid off. Hey, shout out to that. Shout out to public service loan forgiveness. <laughs> <laughs> so um, we'll see how that goes. <laughs> yeah, some good things, and I um, I definitely see us um to piggyback off of that. I agree with all of that. Um, also being retired, um, but you know, driving. Definitely an upgrade on our vehicles, even though you are driving your dream car right now, which I think is amazing that, you know, that was her her vision board car and she's in it, you know, Mm -hmm. and it was it didn't take long to do. Um, But I I want a personal chef. I really want a personal chef like Mm -hmm. to cook all three square meals a day. that's that's high on my list. I want a personal chef. Hello, uh, fresh landscaper. Um, I want to be able to have our general things on autopilot, so we are able to focus on our brand. Mm-hmm. Um, of course, by then all of our children will be of age to be self sufficient. Um, and we can. I mean, it's not like we won't still be in their lives, but. Having kids that are self sufficient is right. Our baby oh my girl God. will be a teenager. Yeah. Man. yeah. Can you imagine now? I don't want to. <laughs> um, but at the same time, I would like to be in the house and her be in her own little space. And us not have to worry about baby powder being all over the floor <laughs> or um her playing with something dangerous and jumping off of things. So putting something in her mouth. Or that. Mm-hmm. Um we won't have to be on point right. 100% of the time. Right, right, right. Um, but yeah, my that was my main thing. It's just, of course, we have our, our, our goals as far as our business and, and retirement. Um, but just being more specifically, I have to have a personal chef. That's my biggest thing. Um, and we will. Um. The other thing that I wanted to talk, I know you mentioned retirement, but but what does that really look like? Because I think traditionally, 
Um, are we specifically just talking about corporate America? I'm talking about corporate okay. America because I'm still yeah. going to have my own business. Of course. We're still going to be doing the Too Stubborn to Fail podcast. We're mm-hmm. still going to be doing all things design. Mm-hmm. So definitely, you know, we will be you know doing our own businesses and just not clocking in on anyone's right. time clock at that right. point. I agree with that holistically. Um, and growing our real estate portfolio. Of course. We'll have, I mean, the money that we earn from our our initial businesses we'll use, of course, put back into the business and to expand into other business ventures, of course. Um, but definitely just wanted to touch on that to make it more tangible because, you know, with goals, they they need to live somewhere other than your head. Right. And you know, making these things public don't get no more public than than YouTube. Mm-hmm. Um, it makes it more you know tangible, more and and it holds us accountable because now it's on tape. Right. You know, mm-hmm. so we have the world to hold us accountable now. Um, shout out to y'all. Mm-hmm. Um, but the last thing that I wanted to touch on today, um, is the love language. I think that is a very important part of relationships and why they fail is not realizing or not understanding your mate's love language. Um, And I know that there are um, assessments out there that you can take. I don't know of any specifically, but I know they're out there. Just Google them. Um, I'm sure it's a bunch, but I know specifically that my wife, my wife, her love language is attention and touch. I was going to uh, say that quality time. Yes, attention and touch. Those time. those are what you value the most. And when I see that you are getting down, but I I know I need to get better at doing it before it gets to that point. But when I see that you, you know, may not be feeling the best, that's when I you know apply that the most. But you also need it when you're not feeling down, you know, just because that's your love language. You should be able to. And I found an interesting thing out on my last episode from a licensed therapist that apparently we should get about seven hugs a day. Um, so I'm definitely hug deficient today. So I, um, I'm i going to need to cash in on at least about five hugs um, by the end of the hey, night. You said you had four hugs earlier from Layla. That was yesterday. That was today. What's today? <laughs> you sure? Yeah. Today's Saturday, ain't it? It is. No, I didn't say four. I said two. I had two <laughs> hugs. Um, but anyway. Um, what would you uh any any tips or anything that you have to say on the love language topic? What is my love language? You don't have one. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's, that's the problem. That's the problem. My wife don't know my love language. Mm. Well, you know what? <laughs> hey. You know what? Your love language is physical touch. Maybe. Because you be trying to get that's what you love yeah you love touch and also affirmations 
I tell you, I love you the most. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think you got that. Uh, I don't know where you got that affirmations from. No, I was just <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, I could rock with that. Uh, physical touch is probably my my love language. Um, but maybe we need to take some assessments to confirm that. Um, did you have any last? And you know what? I actually think that it shifts from time to time too. Mm-hmm. Um, because I believe I had a different love language when I was in college versus now. So, you know, it's just kind of like as you evolve as a person, it changes too. I think you've always, you've always valued touch on some, some, in some way. I think I'm more like the last time I did one of those tests, I want to say mine was more quality time. Mm -hmm. Well, I mean, I said that though. I said attention and and touch. Mm -hmm. I think it's kind of a little bit of both. And you're right. Um. We evolve over time. Like the person that you marry is not the same person, you know. We're coming up on five years. We're not the same people that we were when we said I do. Mm-hmm. And I think it's important to um, assess who we are as people on a yearly basis to see, you know, where how far the goalposts is moved. Because what if what if our love language changed like completely? I know our goals have changed since then because we've accomplished everything that or most of the things that we set out to do five years ago. So um, just seeing, you know, what what we are, what we require now that we are in, you know, five years into this thing and what we will be in the next five to 10 years, it's important to assess that on a yearly basis or even maybe even six months, six months to a year. Um, it's always important to sit down and see where you are mm-hmm. um, because you, you definitely don't want to fall out of contact or connect, lose that connection, especially with a person that, that means so much to you. Mm-hmm. Um, but before before we get out of here, do you have any last closing remarks about the episode or um, anything that you want to say? Well, one thing I think I'm going to task us with um, until the next episode is for us to do one of those tests to see where we are now in oh. our love language. Okay. Well, we'll let you know how that happened, how that went. Okay. Um, also, we can't, we can't in this episode without shouting out this lovely throne that we have. I think that um, this is is definitely the first time we unveiled this bad boy. Um, And I think it's it's excellent. You know, I think I'm loving the look. Mm -hmm. Um, So we'll definitely bring the thrones back out. Um, Shout out to Handcrafted Thrones. Shout out to them. Um, yeah, we're podcasting live from the throne today. Live from the throne, and we'll definitely have more content coming from the throne. Um, let us know what you think about that. Um, we talked, we covered a lot on marriage and relationships today. Um, also, I want to shout out again the Healthy Marriages Dope podcast. Mm-hmm. Uh, we are representing them today. We have some of the merch on. Um, I have on a sweatshirt. Um, my wife had she picked out the t-shirt. Um, dope, dope design, dope message, uh, even dope a podcast. So tune in. You can catch them on um, 
YouTube, Apple, Spotify, wherever you get your wherever you get your podcast from, they're there. Um, also, make sure that you tap into the Dear Son podcast. Um, yeah. Same people, so I mean, it's just that's what it's all about. It's, it's it takes nothing from our candle to help light someone else's, and um, they they've done nothing but support our podcast as well. So even if they didn't, I would. Um, but definitely you know good people so go ahead and check out everything that they have going on um also make sure you like comment and subscribe to the youtube channel um we appreciate all of our support we also have all things is perkins all things perkins channel um check that out as well we have we haven't been as consistent with that one um but we do have some very interesting um, videos coming this year um so go ahead and tap in we have a few videos up um just you know um what would you what would you how would you introduce that channel it's like a diy type of channel or so it's a it's a family uh channel that's um for inspiration mm -hmm. motivation diy home hacks um vacations just showing our lives so it's all things Perkins. So if you want to get to know us even more on a personal level, great channel to tune into. Yeah, yeah. And it's also a part of the Two Stubborn to Fail Network. So just stay tuned. We got a lot coming. Um, like I said, make sure you like, comment, and subscribe to the channel. I am your host, Darren Perkins. And I'm your co-host, Tanisha Perkins. And we are Too Stubborn to Fail. <laughs>